0: Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, and content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Today, bringing you the podcast from CrossFit R2F in Tupelo, Mississippi. I'm sitting here today with Chrissy Beasley, one of the owners and uh, coaches here. Chrissy, how are you?
1: Doing great. Thank you.
0: Great. Well, we appreciate you being on. Uh, I'm really excited to be here. So this is my hometown. Uh, I grew up, born and raised in Tupelo, Mississippi. This is the gym I visit when I'm here. I'm here. You know, and to give everybody a little background on Tupelo. So Tupelo is a, a town probably the size of 30,000, 40,000, give or take. Um, kind of a, I would define it as a regional city. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the way you guys would define it, but, you know, people come here to, to work. And um, obviously, I grew up here. It's, it's an interesting city to me with one the size that there are so many CrossFit gyms. Uh, you guys have just within really short driving distance. you got one right down the street, one across town. I've got a friend that owns one out on the other side of town um, and then several like in the smaller communities surrounding Tupelo we do. Um, so I guess you know kind of my first question to you is you know how did you guys get into this and what you know what got you excited enough about CrossFit to decide man, I want to get into that competition in this size the size of a town
1: um well, we had basically uh started originally uh at a box here in town, and we were there for several years. Um, we all became friends um, over the course of those years. And my husband is self-employed and has been self-employed for several years and had always looked for or thought about the idea of, of having another business as well, and um, with me primarily running that business to to help balance it out for him. But um, we just kind of started talking, and, and me being a nurse, I've always had um, – The passion for people being healthy and taking care of themselves and then with CrossFit combined uh, it just kind of helped explode that whole idea um, to be able to do that and we were just talking one day and um, Josh and Lisa uh, both had the idea as well to hopefully pursue um, doing something for themselves and um, we just kept talking about it and um over the course of time we just saw in in our future that it it seemed to be something that would work out and um we just wanted to bring more crossfit into the community it wasn't you know anything against the box that we were at or anything against the friends that we had there um we just wanted to make it bigger we wanted to grow the wonderful sport that it is and the community that it brings the family that it brings
0: so um You know, you mentioned to me earlier, you know, the impact you guys have been having on people's lives here. Uh, And, you know, I get really kind of excited about it. So you're talking about um, how you guys are addressing not only fitness, but kind of the dietary aspects of their lives. So how are you going about doing that?
1: Um, Well, one, you know, uh, educating our members as they come through the door. Um, Everybody that comes in, they have a different rhyme or reason why they're here. Um, You know, you have people that come in. Um, and being in the South obesity is one of our high points of the reason most people walk into your gym they're wanting something um, to benefit them and to hopefully provide weight loss uh, to go along with that Um, we've learned over the course of years that um, with diet and exercise combined those goals can be met Um, so the number one thing that we try to do is just educate our our member when they come in Um, now you know With CrossFit in general, it's a lot to take on um, as far as learning the movements, um, learning the dynamic of how we operate where you have a coach that's watching you and they're instructing you to go through this workout and it's an hour long. So we don't just um, come at you all at once. Um, We try to ease you into uh, the workout itself and then we try to figure out the diet that's going to go along with that and approach that to help. Number one, fuel your workout to get you through it, and number two, what modifications, whether it's sugar um, and diet restrictions that you might need. Are
0: you guys following the dietary, um, I don't want to call them guidelines, but they're guidelines off of the CrossFit main site, or are you just kind of tailoring it to the athletes?
1: No, we, we the, the guidelines are the diet that Glassman and, and CrossFit headquarters has, has helped create is the basis of what we want to follow um i mean it's it's made great athletes uh it's shown results Uh, i myself pretty much took on that diet over a year ago um you know just that diet alone helped fuel my body to be better and uh, made metcons better and made me more of an athlete amongst people in the gym and um made me more competitive because I just felt better. You know, that that 2 or 3 o'clock afternoon lull where I would feel like I'd need a pick-me-up after making diet modifications and cutting out the sugar and the unnecessary, unnecessary food that I needed, I felt good. I felt good all day long, you know. So I, I didn't have that slide down of after having my Mountain Dew at 10 o'clock in the morning thinking I needed another one at 2.30.
0: What is wrong with Mountain Dew? <laughs> come on
1: it's just loaded in sugar you know it's just once you once you get away from it you just see that your body doesn't need it and you know now I mean drinking water and unsweet tea I, I have unsweet tea maybe at lunch you know but the rest of my day is, is water
0: see I thought a good pre-workout in the south was a moon pie and mountain dew <laughs> I, mean, I started my wide that way yesterday, and I killed it. It was now, great. Now, see,
1: it's hot in the South, so yeah. eating a moon pie for me, it would be bad five minutes within my workout.
0: Yeah, it'd be rough. <laughs> maybe if, maybe a biscuit and uh, a glass of OJ would be all right.
1: Yeah, you might get by with that. Maybe. Um, maybe.
0: Uh, organic biscuits. Somebody should make organic I'm biscuits.
1: Not I'm not big into bread, though, so.
0: I'm big into biscuits. <laughs> I'm a fan. You can't even make it yeah, up. Yeah,
1: you can't You can't make it here in the South, biscuits and chocolate gravy. Well, you,
0: you mentioned to me earlier, though, that you guys are – you've had some, um, some members that have cured diabetes.
1: Yes. A- um, we had a member that started with us uh, right when we opened back in October of 17. And um, he was a, a phenomenal athlete to watch because when he came in, you know, just – he was – Not the person that was going to come in and be able to lunge down the length of the rig. He wasn't going to be able to air squat below parallel. Um, But after months of working with him and seeing him passionate about wanting to change his life, um, and one of his goals was to reverse type 2 diabetes. So um, we were so fortunate. We were all here in the gym, uh, Scott, Josh, and uh, Lisa and I and he came in one afternoon big smile on his face and he had this bag in his hand and we we're like what's up you know so me of course they wanted me to open it since I'm usually the one that's uh I- I'll kind of get everything kind of outlined and lay everything out and then I want to be that person sort of in the background not addressing the things right. up front and uh let everybody else take that for me but um so they came to me and i opened it up and uh it sure enough it was his uh metformin so um the, he had gone to the doctor and all of his tests that he had done uh had showed that he could come off of his medication and now he did lose weight as well he lost uh, i think primarily right around 30 something pounds while he was here and um you know so again diet plus exercise Made a lifestyle change for him. And uh, so it was, it was great to watch.
0: That's amazing, isn't it? I, uh, I met a woman at, it was at uh, an event in Columbus not that long ago, and, and she came up to me, and she was a fan of the page. And it was one of the first people I'd ever met that recognized the page, and so it was a little creepy for me, which is why <laughs> I really remember it. But she came up to me, and, and um, she handed me two driver's licenses. And I want you to keep in mind, she was about maybe five feet tall on her toe, or standing on her toes, and I'm looking at the pictures, and it's two different women. Mm-hmm. And I'm, said, well, you know, what is this? And she goes, "Those are both me." And I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, I've lost 40 pounds now. Wow. 40 pounds on her frame is probably 100 pounds on anyone taller than a games athlete, right?" right? So, um, I'm like, "How'd you do it?" And she's like, "CrossFit and diet." You know, That's and awesome. and it's it really struck me then. You know, like I've been I've been blessed that you know, kind of born with a you know, moderately high metabolism and kind of naturally, Mm -hmm. I'm not thin, but, you know, naturally, you know, medium framed uh, and have never fought, had to, you know, fight hard to, to stay at, you know, the size I'm at. Right. And that other people are finding CrossFit and it's making such an impact in their life. And, you know, it's really exciting. So I'm sure it's even more exciting to see them coming off medications. Oh, yes. Especially as a nurse.
1: Yes. Yes. It's, you know, you, as a nurse, and I'm, I work in the OR, so, you know one of the things that we look at when we see the patient is health history so you know the first thing i go when i go over to pre-op is is go to my blue sheet is what we call it and you know it's got all their medications and you know history of type 2 diabetes type 1 diabetes you know uh, different things and um you know just about every other patient you're going to go get is going to have type 2 diabetes and you know and with type 1, I mean, there, you know, there's nothing you can do with that. I mean, it's you, you're, you're usually um, adolescents when you find out about that, and um, that's something that you uh, live with and uh, deal with over years to come. But with type 2, you know, there's so many things that go along with it, with the neuropathy that people sometimes I feel like don't even know about, you know, the retinal uh, neuropathy and the peripheral neuropathy and um, – you know, my my father-in-law, uh, I watched him kind of deal with a lot of those things later in his life. And, you know, um, as a nurse and as I have a, a niece in med school, you know, one of the things I always tell her is, you know, educate your patient. Because I, I feel like we have these doctors, we have great doctors, but like for my father-in-law, you know, watching him, he needed somebody to just come down on him, you know, and say, hey, can't do that. And, uh, you know, so being a nurse and, and having a gym, you know, it's, it's something that that I'm very passionate about and just, just need people to understand the, if you don't take care of your body, you know, this, this is eventually the things that it causes, you know, so especially if you come in and you are overweight and you don't have any of those co-morbidities and things that go along with health, man, take, take the ball and roll with it, you know, if it's, it's weight you need to lose, let's do it. If it's, cardiovascular health and you know things like that that you can improve upon let's let's get to rowing let's let's get on the bike let's right. let's run a little you know let's let's make some changes let's get let's get healthy
0: you know the girls and i were uh, making a joke coming down here we stopped at we stopped at like every convenience store between cleveland and tupelo <laughs> and we were stopped in this one it was in tennessee and they have this display case and it's got probably three dozen knives in it. Like some of the biggest weapons you've ever seen. And so we have this joke that we're gonna stop at every convenience store between here and Cleveland and take a picture of every weapon you can buy. <laughs> and I posted a couple of those pictures coming down and I I have, you know, followers all over the world and they a couple of them commented, Oh, that's the, you know, gun culture of America and I was thinking, you know, we might may or may not have a gun culture, we don't have to get into that discussion, but we absolutely have an obesity culture oh yes and i could have posted pictures of large sodas from mcdonald's at every place on the way down and no one would have said boo yeah and more people are dying day in and day out from obesity than than any gun you could ever sell or any mm-hmm. car that's going to hit them or yep. lightning strikes or anything else that could happen to you yep. you know so it's it's really amazing that you guys are putting in that hard work i don't hear that enough from the affiliate so it's really exciting oh well,
1: good um, glad to hear that
0: You mentioned to me uh, also you guys have a team program you're doing, which I thought was really cool. I don't Something else I don't hear a lot of is really kind of investing time and in getting high school kids to actually do something. I have two high school kids. I can't get them to clean their bedrooms. Um, I hope they listen to this later and start cleaning their bedrooms. (laughs) They won't listen to this. They don't listen to me at all. But uh, so how did that come to be? How did you guys get started in the team program?
1: Um, We were very fortunate with that. We had a member um, that had been doing CrossFit uh, for a little while. She had a little brother um, that uh, she just happened to kind of drag in with her one day. Um, He said, I will try it one time. So um, Carly uh, had come in, and it was right after we opened, and she brought her little brother, Jack, with her. And um, he came in, and went through the workout that day um he immediately you could just tell that he had the athletic ability you know um he had the drive to want to be competitive against her um so you know you could see early on that "Mm, maybe this kid has some potential you know maybe 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 this is something he'll like but as a coach, you didn't want to pressure him too much, you know, because you, you kind of saw this possible athlete in front of you. But um, you didn't want to put the pressure on him or make him feel like he had to come back, you know. Uh, he was 14 years old. So uh, you just kind of wanted to see if hopefully something just sparked in his mind that made him want to do it. Well, sure enough, it did. Um, he came back and, and continued to come back and continued to get better. Um and then we had another couple that uh, mom and dad were here and they had gotten their son Aiden to come and um, it was kind of two different things like Aiden really wasn't looking to work out at the time when he came but just fell in love with it you know he was uh, him and his dad worked out at 5 a.m and they were competitively competitively kind of working against each other you know they wanted to beat each other and um, so that just fueled each other, um, for them to, uh, get better and improve. And then it just kind of snowballed. So, um, I think Joseph and Brayden were the ones to start, uh, after that. And, um, it's just continued. And now we have, we've got about 10 in our gym now, uh, mostly male. I have one female, um, who has just started with us. Her mom comes here and Brayden, uh, her, um, brother is here. So, they, uh, they all, they all work hard. Um, the kids are um, beyond what you could imagine in your gym. Um, you know, you're going to have some kids that come in and 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 they may or may not like CrossFit, and that's okay. You know, everybody's not going to come in and just fall in love with it like I do, um, or like every member in your gym. But the thing that's great about the teens is they're looking for um something that they're not necessarily getting outside in the world so whether it's structure whether it's uh discipline whether they're in sports and they want to increase speed and agility and endurance and they're all looking for something you know and and the biggest thing is with them you just have to be able to relate to them, you know. And when they come in here, they know they're important when they come in here. You know, they know that they're not just a teen when they come in here. They they are an athlete when they come in here. Um, and they are competitive against uh, everybody that's in this gym. Um, we've got another young boy, um, Davis. Uh, he's extremely strong. Um, you know, I've got kids now doing their projects on CrossFit. Uh, I just actually shared... Uh, some of my L1 um, handbook and everything with him for him to get a little bit of documentation and and share the CrossFit main site with him so he can get some documentation to go into his project you know and to me to see kids that are that involved number one with the sport competing in the open and and online qualifier and you know making gains and getting better and and now wanting to even educate themselves even more with the background of CrossFit I mean it's if you have the opportunity to get it in your gym it's it's completely worth it
0: you yeah, know you named off like 10 kids there and I've got to admit I'm disappointed there wasn't a single Billy Ray or Joe Bob <laughs> or Jim Sam I don't know what all the names <laughs> are down here but there's you know Really, Come really. On out! It's
1: the South, but we've we've got pretty good taste in names. Big,
0: big upgrades. Hey, look, I'm a John Roy, so <laughs> you're talking. You know, I'm I get it. I got a Southern name. I just a little disappointed. What's the hardest thing about coaching a team?
1: Um, the biggest thing, um, is just seeing what their level of commitment is. Um, you know, you have, uh, we've got teams that have been here anywhere from. A couple months that have just started in the summer, to a couple that are um, over a year, and then one approaching almost two years. Um, so, keeping them motivated, um, keeping them uh, striving to want to do better, um, that's probably your biggest challenge that you have um, because everyone gets burned out. I mean, even as an adult, you know, you'll think, yeah, that was a terrible week so sore, you know, what am I going to do? They experience the same things. So, you know, you kind of have to guide them through all that and just motivate them to always want to come back, motivate them to where they know that what they're doing in the gym is good. And Hey, there's times that you have to have that talk with them, you know, whether it's, um, a new member that comes in being a teen and, and they want to competitively, uh, beat the person that's next to them, but they might not have counted all their reps that they needed to, so, you know, sometimes you have to address things that aren't always so pleasant, but um, but so far, everything that I've ever had to address, or any of us that uh, coaches that have ever had to address with our teams, it's all been positive, um, they all have amazed us with their growth, um, and so far, really and truly, just the... Um, relationships that we've developed with them in the gym. Like I've really never had to just say, "Why are you not coming?" You know, most most all of them, they're fueled to want to get in here. You know, they they love it. They love being beside the adults and um, having conversations with them, and and getting the pat on the back. And you know, the days that they may not do so well, we pick them up and say, "Hey, just wasn't your day today." how do we make it better?
0: You know? So who's easier to coach the teens or your husband?
1: Ooh, we, um, I'm going to go with the teens on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with the teens. Now, the, my husband and I, we're very competitive against one another. So, you know, we're constantly, uh, especially I typically work out before my husband does a lot of times. So he's looking to beat my time every day. So, you know, I'm, I'm always looking to beat his time too, but, uh, that makes sense. But we we actually work pretty well together. Uh, Scott started CrossFit before I did and um, was actually at a competition uh, here in town. And Elijah Muhammad was there. Mm -hmm. And um, that is what was like, wow, for me. I want to do that. So um, I guess my husband kind of got the foot in the door. And then four months later, uh, I had a really good friend that was able to uh, push me in the door. So.
0: It's weird watching the games athletes, isn't it? Oh. They're like a different level. Like <laughs> I, you know, I train at uh, Cliffside, Saxon and Spencer Pancheck run it, and I forget how good they are. Oh, man. It's and so crazy. I'll just see them work out. and I'm like, okay, you know, it looks easy enough. You know, well, you and
1: know, and, and uh, Elijah, uh, this is, I mean, this is six years ago. You know, this is before he had actually made it to the uh, games. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm sitting there watching him do it. And I, I think he had, uh, it was an outside parking lot wide and, like I said, this is just a local garage games competition, you know. And um, I think he's repping out, like, 95-pound thrusters. You know, I'm just like, whoa. And, I mean, 135 is nothing right. for most of these guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it was a pretty cool experience. So
0: So what do you think, you know, when you think of these teens and, and maybe even the rest of your gym for that matter because I'm not sure the teens are exclusive to this. Like, you think of obstacles that your your members have to overcome to – get in here day in and day out? Like, what are the one or two things you think they're really working hard? And, you know, think of other gyms, like people wanting to start this. What are your members having to overcome that other people maybe might have fear to to try?
1: Are you talking about just coming in the gym in general? Maybe,
0: yeah.
1: Um. I know from even myself, Um. it, it took the push of somebody else to get me in the gym, Um. in a CrossFit gym. Now, I, I didn't mind going to – any planet planet fitness or wellness center or something like that. But to go to a CrossFit gym, especially after the years of seeing CrossFit on TV now, um, I second guess myself, was I capable of being at that level or did I have that um, drive to want to push myself that hard, my body that hard? Um, So I will say probably for us um, and most gyms around, it's just getting the nerve to come in the door and it's been very rewarding as um uh being part of a, a gym owner you know asking people once they get in here you know are you are you feeling welcomed you know what was what was the reason why you didn't come in and you know most everybody's response is well I'd been to another gym before and may or may not have had somebody to speak to them, you know. And um, so not that CrossFit is, is um, not welcoming, but sometimes it's just intimidating, you know, for most people. And But I think once everybody makes the approach to get in the door and they see – it's basically a family you know um i mean we all care about each other you know i've i've got uh one of our members her father-in-law's in in the hospital you know so i'm i'm communicating with her checking on him and you know especially being in here down in the south you're you're praying for that family member and you know so once once they get in the door they really realize that hey this is a family these people really do care about me um and most you know most crossfit gyms they're they're owned by just a couple of people or maybe by one um, a lot of partnerships are with CrossFit but they see that the owners really have a care and, and desire to to get them healthy and and to make them the athlete that they are inside that maybe they didn't believe they were.
0: Well, I think one interesting thing that you guys do um, you should take a lot of credit for this is when you think of the intimidation factor of CrossFit and you guys do this really well as I was looking at the whiteboard earlier when I walked in because I was already scared of what's programmed for this afternoon. And, but you have four different scales. Yeah. And very few gyms. I shouldn't say very few, I've dropped in on a lot of gems that, you know, it's Rx or nothing, or you figure out your own scale, you know, we're not going to tell you to do. And, it, you know, I think for you guys, you'll have, you know, it very clear, you know, here are four different levels. And, you know, clearly when I've been here working out, you're helping people find other levels that they need to, but a lot of right. guidance. I mean, obviously that's by design.
1: Yes, um, we we want people new, um, skilled, and advanced to be able to come in and do our workouts. Um, we want them to be challenging for the advanced athlete that has all of the skill sets that go with CrossFit. But we also want it to be where the new person that comes in, they meet a goal. So they don't feel like when they get done with their workout, man, I didn't even get done, you know, or it took me 20 minutes past the person that finished first, you know. And so we want to set um, some type of workout that meets the whole basis of the gym that's going to be in here. And, you know, and if we have to taper it down to a PVC pipe, I have no problem with that. Because I promise you, I can work you over with the PVC pipe to where you can't move the next day. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. You know, and, I I mean, I just, I definitely want, I mean, I've, the L1. I mean, I went to L1, and goodness, I didn't know if I was going to get to the toilet the next day (laughs) safely um, without scaling the wall. So, I mean, it it happens. but, um, But, no, we want everybody to be able to come in and to, be able to participate in the workout as a class and we want them to be able to reach a goal and accomplish and feeling like they participated and they did their best so whatever scale that that needs to be we're willing to do it
0: i think that's great um really you know last question i don't want to take up all your time but the last you know question when you guys think of of all you're doing here between helping fight obesity you know develop these teens bringing new members like can you think of, you know, maybe the one or two most rewarding things for you and your partners?
1: Um, one of the most rewarding things that we've had um, that I will say, and I, I think this, you know, probably comes from CrossFit in general, but just the 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 friendships and um, the dependability from your members. Um, you know, you're here providing a service for them. Um but you truly care about them, and they truly care about you. I mean, I, throughout the day, I'm going to have numerous texts from members, um, you know, and those members have become friends over, over time. And their families, I mean, especially with the CrossFit teens, I mean, you know, if we have any type of, of thing going on in the gym or if I have a conversation with their child, I'm also conversating with the parent, you know, if, if they're not in here with them. Um, you know, so we've just – we've been able to branch from our members to their moms and dads. And, you know, it's just been, I know, to me, probably one of the most rewarding things is just to be able to grow – and to know that you love and care about all these people, and then you have all these people kind of wrapping their arms around you that love and care about you. So, um, and then, you know, the rewards of the type 2 diabetes uh, reversal and um, the, the the person getting their first bar muscle up, their, their first ring muscle up, you know. Um, people that come in here and they doubt themselves and you see the potential they have, and them taking the things that you give them and reaching those goals you know and just staying humble and and being appreciative and, and being thankful for for all that you're teaching them and our members have given us back surpass what i could probably ever coach them
0: Well, wow, that's amazing and you know, as, as someone who pops in on you guys once a year, uh, sometimes twice a year, depending on if I want to run in the summer or not, <laughs> uh, which I usually don't, uh, you guys are clearly, clearly doing fantastic work, and it's really exciting to see. So uh, I appreciate it, and I appreciate you being on the Thank show. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate right. you coming in. All right. Thanks a lot.
1: All right. Thanks.